Welcome everyone to doing business with a servant's heart. And this is going to be a great show because it's going to be much different than any of my other shows because I've got a servant out in the metaverse. You've seen that with Facebook and Meta and all that. But Chris is doing something that's very unique that you need to listen to. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. So tell me what you do with the metaverse. Well, let's rewind a sec. Why don't we start with what I do? How's that? Then let's we do that. Uh, okay. Okay. It's how I got to the metaverse. And I just think there's a good story there. So what I do is I coach small business owners. And the way I do that is via our community. So I, I, I'm an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, and have been at this for a little while. And I used to be a professional inventor. And I'd come up with ideas, patent them, manufacture them in different places in the world, and uh, depending on the needs of the clients. And um, and I, I had a coach and, you know, he used to wag his finger at me and that really didn't work well for me. You know, I'm not, I don't receive that kind of coaching well, but I did end up joining a group of entrepreneurs and, um, with a monthly meeting. And I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed it so much that I ended up buying the franchise. And so, and that's where on the bus kind of spun out of, I had already started on the bus where we were, um, teeing up sales opportunities for members in that group. And then when I bought the franchise, I put that on hold for a little bit um, and, and then kind of blended them together. So what we do is we offer owners a monthly four-hour meeting where they can sit down with peers, uh, owners of the same size and what we call a bus. Some people call it boards, but we call it a bus. And they share challenges and opportunities and they get feedback from the other owners, and then they make a commitment as to what they're going to do by next month's meeting. And there's an accountability aspect to that. Prior to each meeting, I meet with the members one-to-one, and we go through what we call a bus pass. And we're, we're tracking their behavioral goals. So we will, an example might be, how many networking events did you attend? How many one-to-ones did you have? How many referrals did you ask for? How many quotes have you made? What was your kill ratio? Those are some of what we would go through on the bus pass. And then when they go to their meeting, they share that and all the other owners can see it and say, hey, you, you, you've stopped networking. What's going on? Or, you know, something like that. On the second and fourth Tuesday, we offer our members sales training. And we use one of the four books back here. Um, we use the, the, um, the workbook and we'll listen to the audible copy of that chapter and then discuss it and have a discussion meeting based on that and we have other meetings like that with my new book the entrepreneur's big book featuring the 12 steps of entrepreneurship um, but that those are more story driven where entrepreneurs tell their stories and the mistakes they've made and that kind of stuff um, we have our own networking groups and of course our virtual platforms our virtual trade shows and things like that so there's a long windup. I apologize. No, no, that's fantastic. What's the mission of, of On the Bus? What's your goals for the company? To help, to help small business owners make better decisions quicker is the short answer, but it, it's to make better owners. It, it's a place where entrepreneurs can go take off the armor and say, I don't know, what would you guys do here? What have you done here? What do you do with the employee who you like, who's a good employee, but he's calling out for a fourth time with COVID? Do I have to keep paying him? Can I fire him? What are the rules here? Right. You know, it's that kind of stuff that you, you don't say at networking events. Or we had one today 
where our owners are growing so fast, they're outgrowing their money. So they're opening third and fourth locations and it takes money, new trucks, new, you know, new everything. And, um, and they're ready for the growth, but it's, it's a lot of money going yeah. out to do these things. So is it an investment? Is it a line of credit? Is it a partner? Is it a loan? How do you go about doing it? It's yeah, a different for everybody and everybody's got their own tolerances to risk. But those are things that you wouldn't discuss at a networking event. You wouldn't talk to your bartender, your spouse, or your accountant about it. You talk to other entrepreneurs that have been through it. Now, there's other masterminds out there, and you know that. What makes yeah. yours a little different? Well, we offer so much more than just the four-hour meeting once a month. And the way we facilitate is different. So in our meetings every month, everyone gets to present a challenge. So in some groups you go to, they have guest speakers, they do other things, and you might have to wait a year to present your challenge. Here, everybody is involved in every meeting in all aspects. Each member gets a half hour. Um, there's time to present a challenge. Everyone gives feedback. There's not a lot of yeah, buts and back and forth. It's more present your challenge, get your feedback, make your commitment, and we're on to the next. So it's a quick uh, four-hour meeting. And then we have guest speakers and things like that with our lunch and learns. Mm -hmm. And that way we can invite all the buses to come. And, you know, we used to have a hundred members plus. And so our lunch and learns were, you know, pretty interesting. And at every meeting we have, everyone always gives their 45 second intro. So they're all, it's always about growth and networking and that kind of stuff, but it's not why people go. Education is a big part of this. Sounds like. That's where the trade shows came from. So back to your original question, how I got into the metaverse and all that. So thanks. Here, here big wind up there. Um, in 2014, one of my owners said, uh, trade shows suck. I'm never doing another one. And I looked at it and I was like, trade shows don't suck. You suck at doing them. And I'll prove it to you. We're going to have a trade show. But I'm going to give two classes in our sales training prior to the show, talking about who to invite, how to invite, and how to get traffic there, because it's not my responsibility to bring the traffic. It's all of ours. And then we'll give a class on role-playing, on how to, what to do, you know, where to stand in the booth. I, you know, I got all the chairs out of the trade show. I moved the tables to the back of the booth, and and uh, and it went great. Everybody got business. One company got more business that afternoon than they had their whole year. Wow. So... And then the next year in 15, uh, we did it again. In 16, they started wanting it twice a year. So we were doing them June and December. And then, um, and we did that for a while. And it was just part of the, the curriculum of On the Bus. And, uh, and it's in my books and everything else. And then the pandemic hit. And so we had to cancel our June show. And I was living in Jersey at the time, and that's where we were doing these things. I moved up to Woodstock. I had someone in my life at that time, Woodstock, New York, that is. Um, and she was very involved with all the different communication platforms. And it said, what about Zoom? Everybody seems to like Zoom. What if we stack Zoom breakout rooms? I said, okay. And um, we would stack 40 of them deep mm. and change the backgrounds. So they had a look and feel of a booth. And if you had a good imagination, it could feel like you were at a trade show. But what you didn't have was the interaction in the hallway kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember on a, a Monday after a Friday trade show that we'd done on Zoom, the, the Zoom people called me up. And they're like, hey, what are you guys doing and how are you doing it? And this was early. This is, you know, it was December 2020, right? So 
I'm not saying it was Zoom hadn't been around, but it was new to many of us. And um, I told them what we were doing. We'd love them to be a, a, a keynote speaker. These were small business owners and, and they really weren't that interested. And they said, no, thank you. And so me being me, that meant we'd find a new platform. So we found a new platform and we started dabbling in the metaverse. So that's where it started. And we've tried multiple platforms. Um, they all have their pluses and minuses. Our biggest problem was in the metaverse, there are things called assets and assets are the booths, the lights, the things that move, the people. And we would bring a lot of people in in a confined area, a three hour window, we could have a couple hundred people and with all the other assets, a web-based platform would crash. And for me, the metaverse isn't what others want to do with goggles and games. And this is commerce, right? And I'll show you our new platform in a second, but this is business. This is real business. It's not a game. I don't think business people are gonna wear goggles. I'm not <laughs> gonna wear goggles. How do you do it with glasses? And um, I don't know, it just- so There's it, issues, you're right. Yeah, it, for me, it, and I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. I'm just saying how we do it. For for me and my people, it's a link. It needs to be web-based. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to download apps just to do this stuff. And technology has evolved, and it's evolved very nicely, very quickly with this kind of stuff, where we can do stuff on the app side that's visual and seen on the website. Um, so... Uh, it's made it where our bandwidth is much further. Mm -hmm. So now we have created a city. Uh, we just launched uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, and it's interesting. So we, we launched Lipperville, and I will share that. Um, I'm not saying it's, it, it's just what we were calling it. It became the name and, um, you know. Catchy. I think so. It might yeah. email the mayor at lipperville.com. <laughs> that makes me happy. Um, and you know, I, I can, can I share my screen and show Absolutely. It yeah. All right. So Audience me, would love to see it. Um, and walk us through the steps and, you know, guide us through, give us a tour, be a okay. tour on your Lipperville, the city of Lipperville. All right. That didn't work. Did it? Hold on. It's started sharing. I'm not seeing something went wrong. Let's try that again. I apologize. Oh, no worries. Well, the anticipation for the audience is going to be great. <laughs> Are we still screen sharing? There it is. Let's yeah. try that. Oh, there we go. That's what I had done wrong. Now you can see it, right? Yep. You're great. Okay. So here's Lipperville, a place of peace, love, creativity, and commerce. And I feel pretty strongly about that. No politics and no nonsense. Um, so we can have billboards and advertising and I'm in what's known as ghost mode. So I can fly. Not everybody will be able to do that. It's more of an editor editor thing. Um, but let's go down the street. You'll see on the right and the left, we will have retail space. And that's what you're seeing here. Are some of the outlines of the retail shops. And by this time next week, there will be four retailers and there's juice plus who we're talking to. Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, I'd like Best Buy, Staples, uh, AT&T, those types, people who want to reach small business owners. Mm -hmm. I'm to go 
Uh, why isn't this? Oh, I know what we're doing. There we go. Okay, so now we can go up. I'll give you a bird's eye view. Yeah. So on the left is our co-working space. So in here, entrepreneurs can rent offices and do whatever they need to do in this space. In the mode I'm in, we can go through buildings, but we'll go over them instead. In the back, we're starting our, a networking group called Vang on Mondays at four o'clock Eastern, one o'clock Pacific time. And so we will use this area for Vang in the back and we can put QR codes and other things up of the presenters and have a, a wall of fame kind of thing for our oh, regular. Yeah. And that should be good. And that starts on June 5th. And, you know, the beautiful thing about the metaverse is you, you kind of make the stuff up, up as you go and mm -hmm. it, you just do it. And um, that's our headquarters in there. Here's our trade show floor. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll stop running and we'll go a little, we'll get down to walking. So here's the trade show floor from our last show. And this show was done with a company called Frobro. And this is quickly becoming the business that I'll end up going in is that um, people can rent our floor and we'll build it for them. And so Frobro was our first tenant, let's call it. Mm -hmm. And they rented our floor and it was really our alpha test to see if we could break the metaverse. And the good news is we did not crash. Um, so I was pretty happy about that. Um, I'm in the middle of something. And um, it worked. So mission accomplished kind of thing. You but must have a big design team because all that has to be designed, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Um, I'll just say thank you and we'll leave it at that. You gotcha. No, no, it's, 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 I mean, I like the quality and the intricacies and the detail of your, of your trade show. It's pretty good. Well, I didn't build that part to be honest with you. And yes, we did have a design team and they did a great job and yeah. I will show you the upstairs. So we're being optimistic and we have already built the second floor. Huh. Um, so let's go up there real quick. So we don't know where capacity is. So it's kind of more of the same up here. Yep. Right. So we didn't use the second floor um, in the, the last show, but we could. Um, so the exciting thing also is we have a theater. So the key to this, mm. is the revenue model for me, other than people renting space and having booths and uh, is retail. And the key to retail, I think, is traffic. So yep. for traffic, we have created a theater. And we're going to have a golf course and some other stuff. But the theater is what I think will create the most traffic. And this is where we, and these are much bigger than, hold on one second. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Excuse me one sec. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, okay. So in here, these are big theaters, large theaters, where we can hold multiple events. And we're talking to independent film festivals and people that film concerts and things like that, where we could release a thousand events a year 
um, that will bring us the traffic that we need to support the retailers. Gotcha. And that's our plan. So this is Lipperville. Pretty cool. And this is where we're at as of today. So let me stop sharing my screen and come back to you. What's the, what's the, what's your whole mission for Lipperville? I know you mentioned a few things, but if you did a mission statement for it, what, what, or goal, what would it be? What would you like to see? I, I want a place where small business owners can sell and release their goods. And I want it to be interesting. I want it to be innovative. I want it to be a next dimension of the real world. So uh, I believe this will be the future. I know others have believed it and moved on. Um, I, I like our approach better. I, I think that um, entertainment and commerce is, is a way to do it. Business is a way to do it. And um, small business owners aren't going to want to travel and aren't going to want the expenses of opening space. And they still are going to want to sell their products. And I, I hope to be that fulcrum in the middle. Um, mm -hmm at least for some. So, so what would yeah. be your ideal client? So originally just, you know, we had talked about having a mall and just doing a mall, but it's limited as to what you can do with a mall. It's um, so that's why we went with a city as a, and we may put a mall in the city. I don't know. So you, an ideal client for me on a coaching level um, are small business owners that are trying to get to a next level that maybe have plateaued start up to 20 million. I love working with retired military. They are, they are some of our best members. They do very, very well. They enjoy having some kind of guardrail. They do well with behavioral goals and they, they don't mind being pushed a little bit. So a retired military want to start a business, they're golden with us. They do great. Um, people that you see out there when you're networking that have a domain, but still use a Gmail address. Why? You know, they, they're not, they just need a little push. They can yeah. still use the Gmail features, but why not support your brand? You know, um, people that have a business and they have a name that they're using, but they don't have a TM next to it where they don't understand how to protect the fort and the importance of it. And, and, and there's no expense to having a TM. Hmm. You know, it's, um, they, they just don't understand the tools. Um, so those, those are good introductions for me. Um, people that are vulnerable, willing to say they don't know. I'll tell you who I, I don't wanna work with know-it-alls. Um, I, I don't enjoy difficult people. You want people learning that wanna learn. Uh, yeah. They want to grow. Yeah. Good is the enemy of great. I don't want to people work with people that are happy being good. Yeah. Let's do a shout out how people can reach out there. I'm sure there's small business, medium sized business people looking at this show or listening to it. How can they reach you? On the bus.biz. So that's our website. That's our main website. Um, you can reach me at Chris at on the bus.biz. Our website's on the bus.biz. Schedule an appointment with me there. Or please email me at the mayor of at lipperville.com. That always makes me smile. <laughs> no, it's it's a great email. It's one of the best I've ever heard. Well, we're running out of time here. Um, can you do me a favor? Of course. Can you leave my audience with you've done a lot? I mean, just in 20, 22 minutes, you've told us a lot you've done. Is there a piece of advice you can give them to help them on their journey? 
Who's there? To small business owners? Small business, any business owner out there. Yeah. Um, make sure Monday, Monday is your favorite day of the week. If it's not, something's not right, right? It, it, the employee looks forward to Friday in the weekend. The, the owner can't wait for Monday to implement the things they thought of that weekend. If you don't have a group to talk to, get one. It's such a game changer. It's such a motivator. Accountability is huge. Um, and it's not your employees. Find a group and get my book, The Entrepreneur's Big Book, because we talk about that. That's our second step. There's a power in a group that you can tap into.